This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV. The Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with a zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute, and available reclining lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome to the ad-free Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with MSW Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is writer, director, Jay Arnold. I just love Jay, so I'm so glad he's here. We're going to have fun. We're going to be talking about how stupid Elon is and politics, movies, Christmas, holidays, all the good stuff. Please enjoy my conversation with Jay Arnold. Welcome back to the show, Jay. Hi, Kimberly. So I have two announcements, actually. Number one, something funky is happening with my headphones, so it's almost like Jay is whispering in my ear. Although I checked the sound, and it doesn't sound whispery like when, when you hear it, so FYI. But here's the big announcement that I have to make. So in December, many of you already know this, my mom is going to have knee replacement surgery, and I'm going to be taking care of her. So normally that would mean, I mean, I always take off two weeks in December, so um, this time it's basically just going to be three weeks. So I'm doing a show with Jody Hamilton next Tuesday. That'll be the last for the month. And I normally would have done one other free show, but that's just going, I'm, I'm watching mommy. So got to do that. Anyway, just had to make that announcement. Now it's all about you, Jay. <laughs> well, <clears throat> before we get into all about me, I just want to say, um, I think you're a fantastic daughter. Oh, thank she you. obviously did a great job. Oh. Um, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, are not necessarily there like yeah. that you yeah. know, for their parents. So thank you. I think that's lovely. And I think Jody Hamilton's a great way to kind of close out the season. So you're really yeah. batting a thousand. <laughs> and everybody, everybody <laughs> loves Jody. So you can't fail with her. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, okay. Now we talked about the shoulder dance, your movie, the last time you were here, but I just want you to refresh people's memories about the film and what's been going on with it. And then I want to talk about your next film. I'm just getting off a two-week PR um, merry-go-round, and I don't know. They seem to think that if they stack like six or eight in a day, it's better, um, <laughs> which could be mixed with live radio, podcasts, etc. And the second I'm off with one, it's like, we're getting with the producer, and then we're going to five, four, one, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know where I am. Yeah. Uh, the last two weeks, but um, I've had a little bit of distance for um, since the holidays, so I'm happy to. Uh, be talking about it again. Um, so the film is called Shoulder Dance. Um, you know, it's 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 loosely based, uh, very loosely based um, on experiences I've had. Uh, you know, growing up gay mm -hmm. and struggles with uh, friends, best friends. Um, you know, mm. that are not gay or yeah. straight, um, and just sort of the challenges um, that gay men have with, you know, their relationships with best friends, straight friends. Um, and I, it, it, it's also very much about closure um, because in the story they had a, 
terrible fight when they were young and didn't speak for like 20 years. And hmm. I think that a lot of people can relate to a best friend yes. that went south. Yes. You know? Like you don't even know what the fight was, right? It was <laughs> right. just, you didn't talk. It was a horrible thing. And when we're young and we're, you know, figuring ourselves out and yeah. we have best friends, you know, we sit in the room and smoke pot or do whatever one does. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a 70s kid, so there you go. Um, Me too. Um, there, you know, there's a lot of, before you're, you're even developing, there's emotional intimacy, right? You're talking right. about, like, you know, what's in your life and who you like and your crushes and your this and your that. And it, 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 it's a very fine line mm-hmm. there, you know, between friendship and love and yeah. sex and, you know, all those things. And um, I think when we have relationships like that, that, that are broken when we're younger, mm-hmm. it's really important um, to have closure, which yeah. we very rarely get, you know? Mm-hmm. And so my experience is that, you know, when you have a fight and, you know, well, I could speak for myself, felt rejected. I think I carried a lot of that stuff forever from yes. like relationship to relationship. I'm good enough at thing. I can't make a commitment, you so know, true. Um, until you have an opportunity to, have some closure or you come to some point where you have a realization so that that's complete for you yeah. and then you can move forward, you know? Yeah. So this assumes uh, I did not have the opportunity to have completion in this relationship. So um, I wrote um, in this film um, for these two characters the way they would um, – what would happen if they saw each other, you know, and some of your best friend that you haven't seen in 24 years shows up on your doorstep. Wow. Um, and how you reconcile that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very much of a, you know, love, hate, kind of like, I hate you for doing this to me, but I'm so glad you're here. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a very, um, emotion, you know, it's a very difficult emotional struggle. Yeah. And so, um, this examines relationships like that, best friends, um, and uh, closure. So where where can I see it? You can see the film is now uh, was released on November fourteenth. Literally everywhere. Okay. Um, Amazon certainly. Uh, if you want a DVD, and everybody says DVDs are dead, but um, <laughs> I like DVDs in a much narrower way. I mean, when you're in the you know in the LBGTQ category <laughs> there are not that many new films every year right. so I feel like I you know in my community maybe we have a tendency to buy DVDs more than others mm. um, because we don't get a hundred movies a year yeah you know yeah, I mean yeah. the number one and number two films in on Amazon in the LBGT category are always the same <laughs> they are always birdcage and Tuangfu. <laughs> Oh, wow. You know, that's yeah. how it is, right? And right. Broke back Mountain, and all those, you know, are there. And people are still buying them today, 10, 20 years old. Yeah. Um, so Amazon, yes, and we've been the, the new release, number one, number one new release in that category Ooh. for since um, it was released in October, uh, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I think right now we're somewhere between number three and number six awesome. bestseller. Um, so it's been very exciting and it's available literally everywhere for streaming or download Apple, iTunes, on demand, Google play, um, uh, at, uh, on, um, I hope this is right. I'll really be mad if I'm wrong later. <laughs> but I think on shoulderdance.com, okay. there is a link tree with all 
you know, um, you know, with all the uh, with all the distribution links. points. But yeah. it pretty much Ooh. is anywhere you would go for streaming. Okay, well that's good. No, I totally want and to watch Prime, it. Of I course, think. Prime. And then yes, you, Prime. you're not in it, though, are you? Oh no. I'm okay. Not in it. I wish you were Only in it. Only stay behind the, uh, <laughs> the camera. Only stay behind the camera. In fact, in fact, I will tell you that the only point in, in shooting this unbelievably um, special film, uh -huh. I mean, this cast is really, I, I mean, I don't know how I got so blessed. <laughs> this cast embraced these roles and every single one of the cast members um, related to the character in a very um, unique way. Yeah. And I had a very unusual process of both casting and shooting the film. Hmm. Um, none of which were cost effective, <laughs> uh, but I did them anyway. And I think that worked out. Um, but the only moment in this entire um, uh, year long journey was when on rap night, they all said, please, please, please let's take a picture. And I saw like, five six foot two glamazons and this little short orange old guy and i was like oh my god I myself do this. and i was sending a text out do not post Aww. no permission absolutely not. <laughs> um and so that was my in front of the camera not yeah. in film but you know uh, right. still shot and i saw that and i thought to myself you know just how how dumb can you be to have, <laughs> you know to stand and two o'clock in the morning with with five of some of the most beautiful people on the planet. Um, so yeah, that was me in front of the camera. Stop it! That was my <laughs> Bob my and I are always shame. talking about Bob and I are always talking about how perfect you look. So you have to stop it. Oh my it. god, you're so nice. You know, there's this thing called Facetune. <laughs> I don't know. I don't generally do that, but I'm not shy to say that, yeah. you know, I don't shy away from injectables and things like that. Right. You know, they are my friend. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about that after we do the show. Cause I have a question for you about that, but okay. Um, well, so just, I just want to throw in that very recently I reached out to a friend who was my best friend back in the nineties. And it's funny mm -hmm. because she's on threads. She's, you know, everywhere. And so am I, and I've, I know she's looked at me and I've looked at her over the years. Mm -hmm. And so I decided um, the other day to comment with a picture of, it was a flattering picture of the two of us from the nineties. It was one of those <laughs> photo booths, but I thought, you know, I'm not going to put a picture where one of us doesn't look good. Of so, course not. <laughs> that is a good friend. Exactly. So, but it was great because, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get into why we parted and everything, but it's been a long ass time. And, you know, I've always, I genuinely feel like she's one of my soul family tribe you know like I, yes. I it's more than just friends I know it um something happened and it was unfortunate but basically I think it was just fear and fear mm -hmm. ended the relationship but you know so I said hello to her and I said you know I was looking through old pictures and I found this and she was really you know like it was a favorable response. She gave me a heart and said she loved it. And so we follow each other on threads oh, now. I don't I necessarily. It. And it's just exactly, exactly what this movie is about. Exactly. It's reconciliation. It's completion. You know, yeah. oh, I'm so happy. And it and feels I, good. I mean, did, I mean, did you feel it? Yes. Like... I, d I felt it because, you know, I know that, like I said, I mean, I believe fear is what killed it. It wasn't about one of us. Well, okay, I won't go any farther. It was fear that killed it. And and I and I will just say that, you know, she was my best friend for 6 years and 
and right. and we were young. We were in our twenties, and we did everything together. In fact, did you ever see the movie Swingers? Of course, I enjoy okay. Swingers. Fantastic well, movie. That was if I own the DVD. Is how much I like Swingers. <laughs> well, we were Swingers, and we 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 were the female version going to all the same places. In fact, I'm sure I'm not telling the story again. I probably told you, but Vince Vaughn was a complete dick to me, and and Ooh. she was trying to introduce me to him, and he he just got right up in my face, and he goes, "Oh, I get it. You like me," and he walked away. So I mean, there's more. There's a whole story to it, but that's basically what he said to me. But we saw him. My friend and I used to go to the Derby all the time. We went to the Dresden and the Derby, and we went to all oh, the parties great. that they were going to. And we would see, um, you know, I, I don't remember seeing John Favreau, but I do remember seeing Vince a lot and because mm-hmm. he was tall and I thought he was cute. And so um, it was funny because she and I were basically living that life, doing exactly that. And Chasing so, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> it As was well, almost. It know. was just um, – and so, yes, I definitely – I definitely feel real. I think she feels good about it and I feel good about it. And I don't know, you know, that we're ever going to get close again, but, and now she's in California and I'm on the East coast, but you know, I wouldn't say if I go to California, maybe, you know, we might have dinner, who knows, but I'm open to it. I think that that's fine. Yeah. You know, I think that completion is completion. Whatever happens Mm -hmm. beyond that, you know, is a separate issue. Right. You know, I mean, completion is about, um, closure. It's about, you know cleaning the past Mm -hmm. you know there's eastern philosophy says you know in when you want to make impact or change in your life the first thing you do is you clean your physical space you Mm -hmm. pay your parking tickets you call people who that you don't that that you're not on good terms you close you you have closure you Mm -hmm. clean everything up you know and i do think when you have relationships like this and you have an opportunity to have closure like that it really allows you to move forward mm-hmm. in other ways yeah and so maybe now you know you 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 won't be afraid and you you can marry bob <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get in trouble for that I? everybody keeps telling you know my fucking car got i got i got uh you know took our car one of our cars into the repair shop the other day and you know the the dude was driving me home and so he's like, why aren't you married? I'm just like, oh, my God, seriously? You don't even know us. <laughs> well, that my was favorite funny. person on, not on, 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 on conversations of not being married are 100% Chelsea Handler. And yes. if you don't listen to her, you'll, you, you're missing out. I, right? I love her. Oh, my God. Well, Bob and I just – Bob has been married twice, and I've never been married, and I've never really cared – and he doesn't really want to do it again. And he, he yeah. would do it if I wanted to do it, but I don't care. I've just never cared. So, yeah. you know, I mean, well, I've never I think, cared either. I've never had any desire to be married. Yeah, just like I don't, it doesn't bother me. But I, the only thing that I we need to do and we haven't done is doing power of attorney and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, but yeah. we, ha- we have to do that because we've been together for eight years now and it's basically a marriage. Oh, it's wow. just, that's a long time. Yeah, that's a long ass time. And, well, for me, because <laughs> I never had a boyfriend before. I mean, I had a boy, I went out with men. And I went, I went out with this guy off and on for four years, like in the early 2000s, but I never had a boyfriend. So eight years is like a really a long time for me. And uh, that's like, to me, that's marriage. You know, you live with someone for eight I years, mean, it's marriage. You know, I, I don't really, you know, I only know you 
you know, I don't know you intimately. Right. And I certainly don't know Bob that well. <laughs> but from what I do know and my interactions with the two of you, you're just really well matched. That, yeah, I, I think, think that you're I think lucky and you're very fortunate, and that's a blessing Thanks. because it doesn't happen for a lot of people. You know? No, it doesn't. And he, you know, he's he is. It's like it's funny because when we first got together, he bought the same car that I had, and it wasn't on purpose, but. It just so happened he bought the exact same car that I had, and then he came to pick me up one time. <laughs> we were wearing the same thing. I mean, we were both wearing, like, um, I think it was, like, gray corduroys, and I think we were wearing flannel. It's like, oh, my God, we dress the same. It's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because that's usually what happens 10 years down the road. Right. right? Years down the road. All of a sudden, you start to kind of, in a way, I don't want to say turn into the same person, right. but, you know, you... you Couples do that kind yeah. of, and then and, you know, people say people they would look like their dogs, right? Exactly. Period, right. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know, um, but I get that, and uh, I've had it. I've I've had that experience as well, and it's lovely. So, okay, we're going to talk about politics in a second, and I know you have a certain time limit today, but I quickly just want to go. You were recently in Italy. Oh my God, and it looked so beautiful, and I want to hear all about it. It's, it was for a film, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tell this. It, it, it's not a short story, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it down to the bone. Okay. Uh, um, best I can. Okay. I went on a family vacation. I know I'm not crazy. It really was family. <laughs> in July, um, to Tuscany. Um, oh, wow. Uh, we all uh, we share a wine tasting, you know, love of wine, mm -hmm. and every day. Uh, we had went to a different winery, one of our favorites, and you know would have a tasting and a lunch or something. But my cousins are are very um, they like plans. And every day there was a schedule when we got there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Every day there were events, mm -hmm. um, and one of the events, which was like one of the things that I probably did not want to do was to go to a really old remote medieval village at the top of the hill in the middle of nowhere to go to gelato school oh my god because for me <laughs> i'm like i'm never making gelato that's not gonna happen it's the two dollars i'm like i'm you know i'm just not gonna make it yeah you know not only that i you know i'm relatively health conscious yeah and um in any event um i didn't want to go but i was uh, drags, you know, so I all family, everyone has to go, you're going, get up at 6 a.m. or whatever time it was, we're going. And I did. And I was, uh, we went, it was a private class, and we went uh, into this classroom, and I did not know that um, this teacher, owner, was the world champion gelato maker more than wow. once. Oh my and I had listened to the guy speak for five minutes, and I said, do you mind if I take a little bit with my phone? And he said, oh, no, of course. <laughs> whatever. You know, and so I'm shooting a little bit. And I, it wasn't two minutes when I said, I, I got to get that. I have to have this guy's story. Yeah. It's such a phenomenal, it's a story of love. It's mm. love begets love. Um, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but in his journey, he really, you know, he discovered the first biodynamic farm in Italy. Wow. Uh, biodynamic is um, very much like the Amish. Mm -hmm. Nothing comes from the outside. Mm -hmm. uh, even with organic, you can you know use a little of this, a little of that, but not with biodynamic. One hundred percent natural. Um, and in this case, cows and milk. Hmm. And um, 
the cows, instead of living 30 months like in a production facility, they live 15 years. Wow. And instead of having 1.2 calves, they have 15. Hmm. Um, and so they call it happy life because the cows are free. Mm-hmm. They're fed the best food, whatever they want. They get to be with their kids their whole life. And they've realized everything in life that they were there to do, to reproduce, to be with their children, mm-hmm. to, you know, like that. And so um, his journey through biodynamics and what is healthy and what is processed and how it got him to this place is just a phenomenal story. And uh, before, uh, at the end, I said to him, we're going to take a picture because I really want to tell your story. And he Mm -hmm. laughed it off a little bit. And I said, no, 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 you're going to get an offer and it's going to be me. And I don't want you to forget. (laughs) I don't don't know if he thought I was kidding or not. Yeah. Um, But he responded favorably and uh, we had an agreement and his window was the last month, the week of September and the first week of October. And I grabbed a crew and we got a villa and we all stayed there and um, shot for nine days straight. Wow. So it was a phenomenal experience and it's a beautiful story. It's a story about how, it's a story about dreams. Mm -hmm. It's a story about possibility. It's a story about uh, love of the earth, of the planet, of animals and appreciation for them and Mm -hmm. respect for them Mm -hmm. and how love begets love. And when you, um, when you, demonstrate that love what comes back to you is that won the world champion and champion won this guy the world championship more than once and literally has a shop in this little town where there is never not a line ever Mm -hmm. three thousand cups a day and the wall is filled with nancy pelosi who made her because she's an ice cream all the people that you michelle about there's there's, (laughs) there's a there's literally a flavor named michelle wow (laughs) so yeah it was very very um beautiful story and i feel like things right now are um just so stressful and tenuous in general uh, in the states right now mm-hmm. uh, and in the world mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that it's an appropriate time for a story about love and health and um really looking at what we eat how yes. we eat, what's is, healthy, is this what's not and that um you know any dream really can come true is this going to be a movie or a documentary it's a documentary. Okay. It's a feature documentary. Okay. God. Wow. I'm so I, looking I'll forward be honest, to that. We have enough content for almost a series. It, really? It's unbelievably phenomenal. Wow. His closest friends are like two-star Michelin chef Gatano Travato, <laughs> who when you go in Tuscany, it's like is if is if you were like in Balbo, where there's like a in the middle of nowhere, the most beautiful, um, brand new modern glass structure out mm-hmm. of nowhere. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and all of these um, chefs and, and uh, associates just uh, said beautiful things, wow. really remarkable things. That's so cool. I can't wait yeah. for that. That's going to be awesome. And all right. So let's just do this little transition here into okay. Crazy America and Divided America. And I mean, let's just start with Crazy Elon because he told advertisers to fuck off. <laughs> I mean, I did a thread today. I, I think I might have, I might have 
typed it and deleted it. <laughs> um, but, you know, or, or maybe not. Maybe it's still there. I forget. But I really just jokingly, I said, I mean, I wonder how much you have to spend to get him, like a personal fuck you from Elon Musk. <laughs> right? So I, I feel like he's going to go on Cameo now. Right. And I'm just going to charge somebody $40, million, $40 billion, you know, for a personal fuck you. You know, um, I, I just, I don't even, it seems so beyond saying mm -hmm. that you have to think there's another plan or that this is part of something this guy can't be this dumb no and i mean i said on twitter you know he got all that money from the saudis and i think he's you know he's all in his bro science and i'm just going to read this quote from rachel bedekoffer because i'm not the one mm -hmm. saying it she says, as a mom of a higher functioning verbal autistic person, let me tell you, Elon's fuck you. That's being autistic as fuck. Total inability to read the room. Now, I don't, you know, hmm. I'm not going to try to diagnose him. But what I could say is I, I do think, you know, I mean, he's got, like I said, he's got his bro science. You know, he likes to watch Joe Rogan or whatever. And he is enamored of himself because he's so wealthy and he thinks mm -hmm. he's God. I really do believe that he thinks he's better than all of us. So there is that quality to him. But then, I mean, he got all that money from the Saudis. And it's like he he, he just kept insisting, you know, that, that interviewer said, you have enough money to fund X. And yeah. Elon's reply was, well, if it dies, it dies. And it's, it's going to be the fault of the advertisers and Earth will decide. He just kept throwing Earth in there. Instead of saying the people on Earth, he just kept saying Earth is going to decide. I mean, I listened to him for a good 30 minutes and he wouldn't answer questions directly he was he, he kept repeating himself it appears he's on some kind of medication because his mouth is perpetually dry and his lips yeah. are getting stuck on his he teeth was doing all the time. That, that kind of like dry mouth thing but yeah i think who's jack what's his, his name he's oh he's going to be so mad at me it's a jack brown what's the guy that does the, but he's so good i love him he does all the body <laughs> interpretation and stuff i don't know you don't know he's been you know I'm trying to i don't i'm trying i can't remember Okay. Anyway, he does. He reads and tells body language and all that. Stuff. Okay. And I'm sure he's going to have something to say. Yes, about that. I'm looking forward. Um, but when he yes, said, "Fuck you," I know. It's like he looked around for like the applause and or they, the I know. feedback or something, and <laughs> it was like dead. Yeah. People were like, "What?" And then he said it again. Yeah. And everybody's like, <laughs> "It was, it was palpable." Yeah. I mean, people were literally. You could visually see people clutching their pearls <laughs> in your head, right? Well, I mean, and Bob brought that point up to me this morning. He's like, yeah, Elon kept looking at the audience like they were going to cheer him on, and it was just dead silence, and it was so awkward. And, I, I mean, I, I do think there's something nefarious to this, and basically, you know, t Twitter was the place where news would break, and we all it was trusted because we could see people from the New York times and they were verified and we knew they were who said they said they were and we could trust the information that was coming. And now, you know, like when the war broke out in Ukraine and also when, well, no, I'm sorry, not Ukraine. When the war broke out in Israel, um, yeah. In, immediately there was disinformation because there's all these blue checks posting disinformation and people right now, I think are kind of accustomed to blue check, equating some kind of authority or some kind of, oh, this yes. is real. Yes. It doesn't matter that everyone understands. It still carries weight. Yes, it does. Even though we know it doesn't right. anymore, right? In our minds, it does, right? Because yes. we're so used to seeing it. People just, oh, it's a blue check. Or, you know, yeah. Except now that everybody that's left there has a blue check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just about. So. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, and so 
I don't know. He's fucking crazy, and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Threads is, I mean, I'm sorry, if X is going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to throw this out there about Threads, and then mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want. But okay. here's my cynical concern because when I was on you know I had a really thriving Facebook page it started in I think 20 well it really started to cook in 2012 because I got political and it was I had like 5,000 friends 16,000 followers and I could literally just I mean people would hang on my every word and I'm not saying that because I'm conceded i actually met someone at no Net- i understand but that's what you do and you yeah. you talk and that's your thing it's not happening anymore that's why you have a following like <laughs> <laughs> well it's not so much happening anymore on um x because i don't have any reach but um you know i mean i i knew how to get people you know charged up and going and people fought a lot because i'm really feminist and opinionated so mm-hmm. i had a thriving page and then in 2018 i don't know if you remember this but uh, Facebook decided to kill 900, you know, they said liberal and conservative pages. Now, yes. my, it was political pages and it was... That's it when was, I left. Okay, well, I lost my profile. I lost... I was working with this guy, Sam, and we had about five different... Oh, you, you were one of them? Yeah, I was one of them. And then... And I found out later from two people on Facebook uh, inside that said my profile was never supposed to be killed, yet it was, and I never got it back. But... Then, you know, my friend Sam and I, we did a a blog together and we worked with other bloggers. And so we had about five or six really high profile pages and we would all share and everything. They were all gone. And so in in a second, I made my, you know, I earned my living on blogging and it was all gone. Now, granted, it had diminished because in 2013, um, Facebook was the Wild West and, and, and it was like they didn't have any, everything was organic reach. So if it was something that was going to go viral, it would go crazy viral. And every single blogger knew this. Everybody, you know, anybody who was political, anybody who was doing this knew that those kinds of posts, anything political, most of the time was going to get eyes. And then over the years, the reach was throttled and it was clear, you know, he even said he throttled political you're reach. Ba- you're, on, you're still inside talking about Facebook, right? Yes. So then now we're looking at threads and he specifically said, this is why I don't trust threads. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, you know, that it's more going to, it's not supposed to be about politics. And I think what's going to happen is all the people who, you know, were happy on Twitter and are no longer, they're going to come over to threads because it's already done. It's already made, uh, you know, everybody's, everything's finished with, with the exception of you can't send DMS and things like that. But basically everyone's over there and at ease of use. So we're all going to go over there, and then he's going to throttle political speech next year. And I just know that's going to happen because he, he was he, – you know, Congress wanted to talk to him about taking uh, rubles in 2016 for spreading Russian disinformation. So I just don't trust him. You know, I mean, I, I'm over there on threads, and I'm working it because I've got to be. But I feel like – you know, and, and the last thing I'm going to say about it is while it is easier and, and – like kind of gentler over there right now it's because all the um i think everybody's still on twitter all the assholes and the trolls they're all going to run to threads when nobody else is on threads because they have to they want to fuck with us you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think that the oasis that it may be now is going to eventually change over i don't know i mean maybe it'll be like the old twitter as long as he doesn't I think, kill you reach. Know, I think a lot of it has to do with um, the community and if there's, I feel as though there's a bit of a consensus within the community to more freely 
block and curate the community mm-hmm. in, as, a, as a kinder environment. Right. Now, I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I want to say two things about this. One is, you know, Masiri, who's running this whole thing, who is present mm-hmm. a good bit, give him credit for that, you know, yeah. just like Jack was back in the day, right, right? Uh, commenting and, and, and uh, things of that nature. You know, they've made changes and adaptations, and I think that... And I keep saying the same thing every time there's a, a live or, you know, he's, he's, you know, on Instagram or he's, he's there on threads. It, they are going to have to change Meta's puritanical <laughs> guidelines yeah. and adapt them to this environment because it's not Facebook. No. Right? Um it's it's a it's a different environment yes. and it's not instagram no okay they really and i i have a sense that they're picking up on things which is going to try this people say no they don't like it that they may recognize that they have to listen mm-hmm. and be a little bit more malleable hmm. um and have more latitude on threads mm-hmm. now i could be entirely wrong I will tell you this. I, yesterday, I don't know. I don't even know what day it is right now. When you're retired, you, you know, you need to know. <laughs> um, anyway, um, <laughs> yesterday, the day prior, I made a comment on, which I thought was amusing, mm-hmm. and I thought I posted it in an amusing way about Melania in the gray coat. Mm-hmm. Standing there with all the other first ladies in black and everybody else in black, and there she was in the light green, mm-hmm. right? So, I I don't know, I posted something like, you know, she wore gray because she don't care, because that's what she <laughs> had on her military jacket, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened, <laughs> but, first of all, I have never on any platform ever restricted comments, uh-huh. but I think when I hit six or seven hundred comments, oh my I God. restricted it. By wow. the way, the restricting doesn't really work because people were still making comments. <laughs> but in any event, um, there was like, if there were, I don't know, six or seven hundred comments, there were about fifty or hundred that were really like nasty huh. and hostile. And toward you or some her? Of them, not all of them. Were they were they nasty were, toward you or her? Pardon me. Were they nasty toward you or her? Their their reply completely. But I mean, was there was it? toward you or was the nastiness about you or was it about melania it was about me oh okay that i was petty or that you know i didn't had no class right you know whatever (laughs) okay okay you're the one that does enough class okay um (laughs) a lot of them not all of them a lot of them were had zero threads so in my mind okay well they're bots yeah right and their their replies were somewhat simplistic, but not all of them were. Yeah. And so when I got to the point where it was, I mean, I you know that my policy is to the best of my ability, I like or interact with everyone that takes the time yeah. to make a comment because that's social media sports about engagement, right? right? And so sometimes it's hard to get out from under my notifications. I have to remind myself yeah. that, right? Um, but I think at like six hundred or so. Mm-hmm. Um, when I uh, turned the comments off, just before I did, somebody said, I said, 
I, I replied to someone, I said, I, I don't understand where this hostility is coming from. And somebody replied and said, oh, I saw it on Facebook. Hmm? What does that mean? They're publishing threads on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, interesting. And so what? So what this is doing is presenting a thoughts and opinions to a group outside of the curated, yeah. uh, I don't want to say bubble, but community right. that we are familiar with. Hmm. And in many cases, someone that we would never follow or permit to follow us. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't read it off platform, right? They said this was going to be, um, uh, you know, it was going to be federated. It was going to be anybody, anywhere, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It is, however, showing up on Instagram and threads and that somebody told me they saw this on threads. I'm like, well, there's MAGA land, and, I mean, on Facebook, yeah. right? Some MAGA got ahead of it and, you know, retweeted it or did whatever they did. And I got a bunch of... Uh, right. Um, replies that sounded just exactly the same. Yeah. So uh, yesterday was my first taste of... Um, Interesting, yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Every platform is going to have their own issues, right? Of course they I don't are. Think anybody disagrees that a choice between um, Musk and Zuck is 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 just a sucks less situation. <laughs> exactly. Right? It's it's a sucks less situation. Okay. The Nazi, the the you know the I, it's just all like you know I, what's the you know least horrible person. Yeah. Right. Uh, at the moment, I think Elon is winning for most horrible person. Yes. By the way. Um, but I think they're very close. They are. Um, and so I think what it's going to come down to is the community has to demand it. You know, mm -hmm. the community has to. And it appears I'm going to give a plug to somebody by the name. Um, I want to make sure that I have his uh, data-driven MD. Really brilliant guy. Uh, helped me a lot um, when I uh, um uh, went to Mastodon, a very, very smart guy, and he understands the underpinnings and how algorithms work and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, the difference with Thread, it is so much more sophisticated that if you post a screenshot, it can read those words just like you typed them. Wow. So if you think you're putting, like, you know, Liz Cheney is a dog right. in a screenshot, if you think that they're not picking up Liz Cheney and serving you everything related, <laughs> don't do it if you're not prepared for it. Um, so I think that uh, what we also know that the algorithm um, does not favor accounts that are heavily blocked. Mm hmm so if the community right, is yeah. committed to, um, like, what did we learn? Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> What did we learn? I could tell you what I learned. My number one takeaway um, from Twitter was take a beat. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to get sucked into the hostility. And I yesterday was the first day I lost it. I started to get hostile back with people, mm -hmm. right? And that's the commitment I made not to do on threads. Mm -hmm. So that's why I turned off the comments i put on my phone <laughs> and stepped away yeah um i think that the sense is that people are less tolerant on threads and much more willing to block mute or mm -hmm. reduce the uh the noise the negative noise i think if if the community is committed to that that those right. statistics will drive 
you know, the decisions moving forward. Yeah. Um, so these are really the early days, early mm-hmm. stages, you know, um, and we don't know what's going to happen. I would say that my experience on threads overall um, has been very positive, but so were my early days in 2008 on Twitter when mm-hmm. there was nobody there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's, I always laughed, you know, last year, when Elon made this announcement and then all the new sites, you know, post or Mastodon or whatever, everybody's going, oh, my God, it's so much better. It's like, of course it is, because no one's there yet. <laughs> when we're all there, it's it's never it's not going to be this wonderful oasis. I mean, I, I do got I have to throw out Spoutable is still around. I still use it. And it just yes. got three hundred thousand um, dollars to do stuff. I he, he, he sent a, I guess it was Boozy sent out an email and they just got oh, a bunch so, of some money. Kind of investor thing or something? Yeah, an investor thing. So they're going to be doing more to it. And, you know, I mean, I, I feel like I understand why people are. I mean, I don't agree with it, but I understand the psychology of people mm-hmm. going to threads as opposed to going to Spoutable because they they understand threads and, the, you know, it's connected to a name they recognize, even if they don't fully trust it. And human nature, psychology, all of that just tells us people like to go with what they're comfortable with. And also they like something that's in place. And I know right now on Spoutable, there's a few things that are not so easy when, especially being a social media manager and I have extra duties outside of just posting regularly so, right. you know, like, right, I mean, Threads doesn't have it either, but, and I told Christopher Boozy, he needs to put uh, a scheduling thing in there because oh, it, would be great. it yeah. helps everybody. But, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily use it as an individual, but for sure for work. But yeah. I, I, I hope that over time, what, what I'm hoping with Spoutable is I don't necessarily see it as a replacement for Twitter. I just see it as a stand alone, kind of one of the only sites out there where when you said, you know, it's basically the lesser of two evils, he's not evil. Boozy is an evil. No, he's <laughs> so. not. Listen, I think, I think, I think you're in exactly the right place. I think what people, I think it would make a really big difference if instead, if people just shifted the context of don't look for the replacement yes. of Twitter, yeah. look for a, a, a more appropriate right. um, community, right? Yeah. So we know i mean i have i'm guilty of not having used spoutable a lot lately because i'm um you know of course enamored with threads at the moment um but i do have an account there uh and i do check on it uh, i think that and you know chris has made it very clear that you know this is a place that is primarily uh reliably safe mm-hmm. for um uh, marginalized individuals, yes. which so many of us are in one way or the other, you know? Right. And so um, it is a very unique and special community. I think it is, um, um, I find it to be very welcoming and warm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, post feels colder, a little colder like to post. me. Yeah. Um, like, um, I don't know. It's just something about. I hate it, it over personal. on post. I just hate um, it. I hate Mastodon using it. Mastodon to me is completely disconnected. Yes. For me, <laughs> I yeah. just I feel like it's a it's Pluto yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, um, the whole point of that, you know, kind of being connected, but it feels disconnected. And I right. can't understand why exactly. Um, and that's really where I am. Um, yeah. I will tell you one really creepy thing. Everybody <laughs> should know. Hmm. I have been off. Facebook for, I don't know, six, eight, ten years. Mm-hmm. And whenever, I think it was whenever that major purge and they found out right, that they yeah. were, you know, the Trump stuff, all that jazz. Um, 
when I signed up for Threads, the process is a little more simplified now, but it was kind of like you went through steps that said, do you want to call everybody or do you want to select them or what do you yeah. want to do or blah, blah, blah. And I did all of those things, but they have this new thing called an account center where everything is like meta. Hmm. And when I checked on my account center, it showed a Facebook page. And I was like, huh? That's I have the deleted, gone, absolutely, are you sure, no matter what. Really? And I clicked on that. And you know what happened? Huh. Every single thing that I ever posted popped right back up on my page up until 10 years ago. Wow. It's all there. It's never deleted. It's never gone. Right. And if you go there now, it's probably under, you know, you'll find it. You'll huh. see it. And you'll see the, 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 the most, um, uh, that almost everything there is from 8 or 10 or 12 years ago. Deleted it, closed it, and when I hit that button, it, everything populated. The friends, the things. And then uh, there was a billion people like, hey, where have you been? I'm like, oh, my God. How did this happen? Okay, wait a minute. So how did you, how, how did you get there? I want to see if I can find my old account that was closed. So in your Instagram account, okay, go to settings. I see. I was over on there, threads. That's there why. should be an account center. <laughs> okay. First, I think it's called account center account something maybe is at the top oh yes the, i see it okay did you see the facebook in there let's see oh, well i have a new facebook oh i only see instagram okay got it okay okay at some point if you go into your settings there because uh -huh. it will prompt you to say now that there's an account center we 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 you're required to update your credit card whatever you know like Whatever data you had in there, right? It will keep prompting you until you hmm. update that stuff, right? <laughs> and so I used to, which I don't anymore, but on Facebook, I had a lot of pages and at an ad agency, we ran a lot of ads. So I had, you know, credit cards, ad, separate advertising accounts, and all of that there. You know, yeah. so I was like, well, what would you want my credit card for? I don't understand. I don't have you. You don't have my credit card. What, what, what? Uh, and what I realized was, yes, at one point, this was all tied through Meta and Facebook knew and they mm -hmm. came and got me. And you know what else happens? <laughs> they automatically changed my handle to the same Instagram handle. Really? Wow. Yep. That's um, fascinating. You my know, guess I is tell all you. you would have to do is open Facebook. Yeah period right and all that stuff will populate right back Jeez, wow i mean that ugh, i tell you I, I i really i have a problem with with obviously with mark zuckerberg and facebook and i had a i mean we all saw the fucking movie right we all knew right he stole we, it we left because <laughs> of that right yeah. <laughs> i didn't but um you know i was yes. still there I was making, you know, th it's funny too because I had, I used to know this girl, and she was weird. But anyway, she she said as I was kind of coming up, she said Facebook is a farce, and I thought it was funny because um, I I wouldn't describe Facebook as a farce. It really did help me get to where I am today. Um, mm -hmm. But it yes, what it turned out to be was worse than a farce. It was just you know, Mark Zuckerberg is disgusting, and he you know th he's Jewish and he allowed. Holocaust deniers to, yeah, to stay I, on his platform. This is why I'm not there. Yeah, but, it's just I unbelievable. Mean. And so I just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, I, I, I kind of just said uncle. 
I wanted everybody to like thr- uh, Spoutable because mm-hmm. I, I just, it's ma- mainly because I believe in the way Christopher Boozy is treating it where there's no disinformation. And like you said, anybody who's marginalized is safe. Um, they're going to get rid of that kind of troll effort. I've had to block. I don't, I haven't even really, I think maybe I've blocked one person if I've blocked I, I, anybody. You know, I'll be honest. I agree with you. I mean, I blocked more than one because from the day it started, I mean, I, I think Chris is a tremendous guy and I, I have uh, a lot of respect for what he's done. Uh, and I would, I jumped on there and yeah, I was I extremely active every yeah. day, yeah. multiple times a day, <laughs> you know, until the next pretty face comes along. Exactly. Right? Um, but I've contributed on several occasions and I completely support Chris. And I do think that, you know, sometimes slow and steady wins the race. You know, yeah. you don't have to rush to, right. um, you know, deliver everything that everybody wants overnight. And I think he's being very judicious about um the expansion about you know all of the add-ons and there's been a lot lately um uh, the reply all that stuff is better you know um but i think he's being very judicious about it and uh i i i i don't know i at the end of the day i i do think that um it may i i think it it might turn into a pay platform Maybe but I think it would yeah. be extreme, like a dollar, like something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know he's going to have certain features that'll probably, you know, charge for certain features. And, right. It was in the, yeah. all the surveys from the meeting was, would you pay for an upgraded version? Right. And I think the thing that would, the thing that has gone wrong with every single social media platform, because now they're stuck with what they created. Yeah. Right. <laughs> was that everybody should offer a free version, but right. for the people that want to pay, I was one of the first people to pay when Jack was there, no Uh Elon, when they rolled out the first um, Twitter blue and I was already verified, but I got to put videos in high resolution up to 10 minutes. And for me, I'm a director. I put Mm -hmm. clips up. People know I'm video guy, Mm -hmm. you know? So for me, it was like a dream come true. And there was edit, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff was worth it. Of course, it was like four bucks or four ninety nine yeah. at the time, but it was, you know, there wasn't a negative feeling, yeah, um, at that point uh, about Twitter. And um, you know, I uh, I was willing, and I think uh, not enough people were willing, um, and I think that's because. Twitter did a really poor job um, selling the product mm-hmm. based on its merits. Mm-hmm. And so Elon failed to see the merits <laughs> and threw in the most valuable thing he had while at the same time making it worthless. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that was just a stupid – that's like the thing when you go to a Fortune 100 company, if you're a marketing strategist and, and the CEO is like, yeah, that's it, that's right. And then he goes home and his wife says, that's a stupid idea. Why don't you tell people to put a thing on their head? And then the CEO comes in the next day and says, you know what? I think people should put a thing on their head. That's exactly the kind of weak, small um, you know, leadership that you would expect. Yeah. Right? So instead of even trying to market the product – at a low price point and really make the, you know, um, uh, the product stand on its own, uh, you know, he blew it. 
Yeah. So I don't yes, know where we got did. to our circle of social media friends here. <laughs> um, but um, I do think that because Spottable is so um, so much more focused yeah. in a way and a little bit tighter community-wise, I think that people would not be adverse to paying right, $5 yeah. a month or something for upgraded. Um, you know, look, I mean, everyone has to realize it's not ads everywhere. And if you want, uh, it, you know, even cloud storage mm-hmm. is not free. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so if you want those expanded um, uh, benefits, uh, you might have to pay for them in time. But yeah, and I mean, I the, think, like, you know, use- I think Spoutable is one people would be willing to pay for. Yes, and there are users out there, like, for instance, I used to be a sales rep for industrial chemicals. I wouldn't have needed to upgrade anything. I just would have, you know, gone on and posted my stuff and been happy. But when you're intent, like you in entertainment, you work with video, you work with film, um, whether, you know, whether you're in politics or you're selling something for the public, you, it, it's totally worth it to upgrade. I think, you know what I mean? You could write it mm-hmm. off and um, it's just, it helps you promote your stuff, but like not everyone needs to do it. That's and, right. And so that's the beauty of it. And I think, I think that it'll be interesting to see what happens with threads because if you're correct, and I mean, at this point, as long as we can have a decent, you know, if we can, if we could even just go back to the kind of vibe Twitter was pre Elon, even though it wasn't perfect, but there, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, definitely there were people on that pl- on the Twitter platform who were just awful and disgusting, and they were allowed right. to stay. But um, regardless, well, I, you know, I mean, I think it's really, I think one of the most, I think one of the most important things people can do on Threads to support the community is to support the independent journalists that actually yes. show up. Yeah, okay? I agree. I mean, uh, Allison's there. Okay, Aaron yeah. Rupar's making a really, really strong effort yeah. to uh, be there on a regular basis. Molly Youngfest is there yeah. constantly, almost yeah. like she was on Twitter, and it's exciting yeah. because you know, if you build it, they will come. Um, right. You know, um, <laughs> and I think that uh, in order to listen, we, you know, there's so little trust for yeah. mainstream media today that we rely on, you know, mm-hmm. Judd, we rely on Kyle, we rely on all of yes. this, Brian, Molly, uh-huh. right? They're, we rely on these, Allison. These are the people we rely on that yeah. don't have a vested interest in having a horse race or telling us a lie. Yes. And yes, they do get uh, a lot of sourced from uh, mainstream media, uh, uh, but they don't offer it up with um, uh, dubious framing. Right. And so in order to have the kind of journalist, you know, Bob, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, resources that we can um, – speak to us in an honest, truthful, factual way, we've got to support them for them to um, see that it's worth putting their time in there, you know? So um, I did a thread not long ago, but of course I couldn't put all the people I wanted to, so I should probably do a part two. Um, But um, I I do go out of my way to, for Jennifer Rubin posted on Twitter, I will not be posting new content here, only the links, all my new contents on threads. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone is going over there, and it's clear. I mean, it, and if that's the place that we all wind up, that's great. I just mm-hmm. hope that we don't get screwed in the end, like what happened. Because now if you go on Facebook, it's pretty much, you know, people's food, their animals, mm-hmm. their grandkids. That You don't see – every once in a while you see a little bit of politics, but it's just not there anymore because the reach sucks. 
And right. I think, you know, we'll just see what happens. We'll just, we, we need to have that hub. We need that community and the we need that hub. The chances are never zero when it comes to Zuckerberg. I know, I know. <laughs> the chances are never zero that this could be a disaster. Exactly. I mean, we'll just At all have, we're day, all. But I'm going to commit myself to doing everything I can possible <laughs> to maintain a kinder environment, which is yesterday when I saw myself <laughs> dumping in there and not taking a breath, you know, a breath. Yeah. I said, close, stop the comments, yeah. walk away, you know, make the commitment to the kinder presence. Yes. And uh, well, I'm trying to do my part. Oh, you're so sweet and loving. <laughs> no, except when I'm not. Except when you're not. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, all right. Well, we we, did... we do have the thing in common that we are uh, painfully honest. Yes, we are. I, very, very, and very maybe honest. it's not always pretty, and maybe we don't always phrase it in the nicest way. <laughs> but we're honest, um, yeah. and maybe honest to a fault. Maybe like you know, people are being like, "Oh, you don't have to tell me that." Um, <laughs> but that's just kind of who we are, and maybe that's why we get along so well, and that's why um, I always enjoy having the uh, being on your podcast because it's oh. really just like a conversation. It is, you yeah. Know? And I mean, I and I, one of these days we're going to meet in person, and I yeah, can't. Yeah, you know, wait. you have an, you you know you already have an extended yes. invitation, so <laughs> we'll go offline and, and, and kind of narrow that down. And we're, we're not yeah. far from each other, so it, it it will happen. Hopefully, we can get this thing going in twenty twenty four. Unfortunately, um, Bob's dad had a stroke earlier this year, <gasps> and it was his oh, third no. stroke. So this whole I'm year so we've been yeah, thank you. We've been trying to um, avoid. COVID, right? Because I mean, because we were we were just starting to get loose, like, okay, we're going to go out and enjoy the world again. And then mm. we were afraid we didn't want to get his dad sick. And now I can't go anywhere. Your mom, my mom. Right. Yeah. I mean, so we just my mom and I just had Thanksgiving all by ourselves. My sister had a big Thanksgiving, but we're like, we're, we're too afraid. My mom wants to get this operation out of the way before snowmageddon's come of in. Of course, so. which is smart. <laughs> so, yeah, we just uh, – we're, we're trying really hard. I mean, I know, obviously, we didn't even get to politics, but COVID is spiking because it's the holidays, and it's going to spike every year. So I know after the holidays, when things start going back down, I know Bob and I are like, well, we're going to have to deal with whatever snowmageddon's we've – because I think there's going to be a couple major – it's a El Nino year, so there's going to be some – it is. Snowfall. I mean, that's what everybody's calling for. And I, you know, I'd be a liar if I, you know, said anything other than I want the snow. Me too. I, I want it. If I, you know, wanted to live in California, you know, and not have snow, I'd live in California. Right. But, you know, and I've worked there so long that people are like, why do you live in Philadelphia? Why do you live on the East Coast? Yeah. Because I like it. Yeah. And because I like the change. I know. And there's something uh, nice. magical about walking outside mm -hmm. and having zero noise i know no people nothing just yeah. white you know and it's just peace amazing. it's just so beautiful and then it. it's like for me because i work from home and i and i don't want to rub this in anyone's faces because i know people have to commute and i'm sorry but i don't have to commute and so like when i wake <laughs> right. up and it's snowing and i'm like i just get to look out the window and work from home <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and i always feel a little guilty but you know i did the commute thing for a long ass time i don't know if i could handle a commute in on the east coast i was in you know southern california where for the most part it was just sunny <laughs> you know, it's easy, right. easy weather. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I, I mean, 
L.A. so often. I literally, at one point in my career, really was like, get on the bus, get off the bus, get on the bus. Yeah. I mean, I had the same, you know, Virgin was here for a while, and now they're gone. But, they, you know, they had like a 750 flight that everybody in the world wanted to get on <laughs> because it got into L.A. at like 10, and right. you had the whole day, right. you know. Um, wow. And I do love California, but uh, it's home. Philadelphia's home. I like the Northeast. Yeah. All right, well, I know you have to go, so I'm going to wrap this up real quick, but um, tell everybody where to find you, and, you know, it's up to you if you want to include X, but whatever. Tell everyone where to um, find you. J. Farrell Arnold, F-A-R-R-E-L-L, pretty much everywhere, um, mostly on threads uh, at the moment. Um, shoulder Dance is the film. Um, I'm going to say... It's nice to have a DVD, um, <laughs> but um, iTunes for nine ninety nine. You can download it and own it. All right, I'm going to watch really it. Great deal. I'm looking forward to watching it. I can't wait. And then, of course, oh. on Threads. Now everybody has to spell my name right. It's Kimberly, K I M B E R L E Y. Don't forget the L E Y. Kimberly Ann Johnson is my handle over on Threads, and then. You know, you can go to Twitter and I'm author Kimberly and you've got my link tree or whatever you've got. You can find me everywhere. I'm not going to go through it all. But, um, Jay, I adore you. I love you so much. So I, I just... adore you and I love you and I hope you have a wonderful holiday you and that this is a really um, uh, easy, um, uh, you know, yeah. process for your mom. Oh, thank you very much. I will let her know. And big, big hugs. Happy holidays. And we'll see you in the new year. Sounds great. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.